from the dark web to your radio dial. You are listening to CyberTalk Radio on News 1200 WOAI. Welcome to CyberTalk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, a 20-year internet security veteran. And we're talking students and startups, uh, expanding and including uh universities uh, all over the san antonio metro and the entire nation and on the company side of this if you're a, a company looking for interns this summer uh this includes the whole san antonio metro now so stay tuned and listen to the program or just uh, head straight to studentsstartups.com uh, with two s's there in the middle student startups if you're going to stick with us on the radio, I'm joined uh, by Luis Martinez from Trinity University and Alexandra Fry from the 8020 Foundation. And uh, they are uh, two of the folks uh, behind this program, and they're going to share all of the uh, background story and, and information here uh, with us uh, and with you out there in the listening audience. Uh, so, Alexandra, how did you uh, end up uh, working uh, with the 8020 Foundation? And then for, for those out in the audience that have not heard of 8020, w- what is it? Yeah, so I started with the foundation about two years ago. Um, the eighty twenty foundation is Graham Weston's um, philanthropy, where we strive to transform downtown San Antonio um, by giving to public charities focused on entrepreneurial education or entrepreneurial ecosystem, um, tech education, and urban options. Um, it's been around for about six, seven years officially. Um, previously ran by Lorenzo Gomez, who is now the chair of the foundation and um, Geekdom. Yeah, and the uh, host of uh, the Brand Brothers podcast. So if you do have a startup out there and you're wondering, how do you brand yourself? How do you you do real marketing that cuts the chase? Uh, Pop on iTunes or your favorite podcasting service and you can uh, listen to him talk all about that. Uh, CyberTalk Radio is also out there on all the podcasting services, and this is my continual call. If, If you have a favorite podcasting service you cannot find the program on, reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know. We will get it added to that podcasting service, and we will get you a CyberTalk Radio T-shirt. So, Luis, thank you for coming back. So I think we talked about students and startups last year, after after year two of the program. So we're we're coming into year three here now. Yeah, we're really excited about uh, the expansion we're seeing in this next year's program and sort of where we see student plus startups growing uh, moving forward. It's been an incredible partnership with the 8020 Foundation, so it's been phenomenal to be working with Alexandria during the course of the program. Um, it's, it's a great program. Um, I mean, it's, it's really a great story about how sort of this came. So the 8020 Foundation um, was really interested in, in thinking about, on the philanthropic side, how to activate and increase uh, on the entrepreneurial education in the downtown sort of corridor. And they had just gotten back, it was uh, Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they went to a trip to Detroit, and they saw the incredible work that uh, Dan Gilbert was doing at Quicken Loans and their incredible intern program. And so they had come back with that kind of experience. And we had been working with the 8020 Foundation about thinking about developing uh, a proposal with them. And we came together and came up with this sort of brainchild, Student Plus Startups. Um, I can't believe it's now we're in our fourth year. So it was about four years ago where we came together with the idea. And it's been an incredible partnership ever since. Um, we've been working together hand in hand to create this phenomenal program. It's going to be a great experience for startups and small businesses here in San Antonio. It'll be a phenomenal experience for students uh, from around the country now. They're going to be coming and experiencing what that life is like here in San Antonio. And more importantly, uh, to sort of meet one of the objectives for 8020 to really work on injecting outstanding talent into the local ecosystem. Yeah, so for uh, 
those that that don't know you, what's your role at, at Trinity University, and, and why why are you the the one involved with this program here? Sure. So I'm the director for innovation and entrepreneurship at Trinity University. Uh, in my portfolio, I'm in charge of all of our entrepreneurial education and outreach work for the entire institution. Our mission for our center at Trinity is to make every faculty, student, staff, and alumni more entrepreneurial and more innovative. And so as part of that interaction is engaging with members here in the community and here downtown. And it's been incredible to be part of the ecosystem here and to be working with great partners like Geekdom and the 8020 Foundation. And so it was a natural fit for us when we saw that there is a need for startups who have the need for great talent, as well as the need for students to be able to go into that sort of great startup talent. Yeah, it's, I think out there most of the time when folks hear and they think summer internship, you think a, a program at a, a big company uh, where there's going to be 10 or 20 or 30 or 50 of you that, that come in in a big group and it's a, a kumbaya session and, and they're really trying to recruit you for when you graduate. Uh, but there's there's not a, a, a lot of them I mean, these startups where they have 10 or 20 employees they, in many of those cases or even five employees. You're the new person on the team. You actually get to work on real problems over the summer. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the great things about this program. So um, our experience has been, until the, the inception of this program, is that most college students think an intern is something that happens, as you described, in big enterprise and big companies. And so the opportunities that are available in small businesses and startups is something that's lost on them. They don't understand that that, that mechanism, that, that, that the entire world of jobs is available. Likewise, on the company side, um, you're busy executing on your business. You're trying to get stuff going. You're selling. You're producing. You're 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 making things happen. To take on the time to develop an intern program and then to recruit for that internship is is sometimes hard. So that's why we designed Student Plus Startups to be beneficial to both students and for companies. For companies, it's a surefire way to quickly get outstanding talent and do it in a way that's cost effective for you as a company. To do it in a way where you have take you get to choose your own intern. You get to you get to look at the pool, you get to interview them, and you get to find great talent. And then for students to have a formal program they can apply into, they can participate, that's structured, similar to the, like a large company program, but it exposes them all to the wide range of jobs that happen in startups. And as you mentioned, they get to work closely hand-in-hand -hand with these startup founders, work closely with the team, whether that be one person or be 12 people, and really make an immediate impact. So... This year, you're expanding outside of just the student body at Trinity University to include students uh, from colleges uh, and universities, not just even in San Antonio, but all across the U.S. So um, aside from being on this radio program, what type of activities have you done to get the word out um, out to let folks know about the opportunity to come join you in the program this year? So we've done a, a quite range of outreach, actually, for a number of institutions. Uh, we really decided in this sort of first year of national expansion to really focus on the universities here in San Antonio. Um, Trinity is unique in the sense that 85% of our students don't come from the metropolitan area of San Antonio. So a vast majority of them come from somewhere else. So it was wonderful in those first three years of our pilot with just Trinity students to be able to sort of build a unique program that then would be attractive to other students. We noticed last year we started getting inbound requests from other universities, specifically places like Rice and John Hopkins, who were like, wow, there's this really great program in San Antonio. I would like to come and apply. And thanks to a, the, the great support from the 8020 Foundation, we decided this year to expand nationwide. So we've done really sort of specific targeting for universities here in San Antonio. 
We've reached out really deeply into UTSA and St. Mary's, and we're super excited to bring them on and bring those students on to be part of this experience. And then we've been doing recruiting in this national collegiate sort of platform that all universities are using in their college career services to be able to go ahead and apply into the program directly. So it's fantastic. If you're a student at UC Berkeley, or if you're a student at John Hopkins, or if you're a student at UT, you can go to your career services office, or you can log into wherever that sort of job placement is at university, find student plus startups by doing a quick keyword search of internship and San Antonio, and we'll pop up. You can apply directly through your college career service. Yeah, and uh, so for this year, we're, we're on the air as applications are closing. Uh, so if you're listening right now, and it happens to be uh, 11 p.m. or somewhere thereabouts on Saturday, January the 19th on 1200 WAI or iHeart Streaming, uh, then you can go onto the Students and Startups website and those applications are going to be open. If you happen to have missed that, maybe you're listening to it here, you still haven't figured out what you're doing for your internship for this summer, uh, if that apply button doesn't work, I heard there's a contact us page on there. We'll see how everything's all lining up, but you might have to wait until uh, the summer of 2020. Or the fall. That is something that's new this year. We are going to be opening the program for fall and spring semester. So the summer will be our main cohort of students um, where they come. They live on Trinity's campus. There's a cohort experience where they'll be able to sort of get a chance to really get deep into the city and have cultural experiences and sort of fun experiences to really get a sense of what's it like to be here in San Antonio, especially for those students that aren't from San Antonio, to really get a sense of what's amazing about the city. And then for those students actually that are going to be here, we're really excited about the expansion to sort of fall and spring. Yeah, so we'll open up um, applications again um, a little later. We haven't picked the date yet, but um, for both companies and students. So you'll have um, an internship opportunity part-time. During the school year. During the school year with local students. Um obviously yeah it becomes a little bit more logistically crazy I, I know you guys have remodeled some dorms and things over at trinity but i'm certain you've not added enough uh rooms to have students coming in and doing a a semester a kind of a abroad let's call it here mm -hmm. and hanging out with you guys during the school year yet. we, we have not yet so yeah, yeah the, the local program most likely will be happening during the academic year and then sort of the nationwide program will be something we're very excited about bringing out every summer so as you you've gone and and launched this and we we're going to be at uh 80 or so interns this summer that's the the numbers i'm hearing from you guys yeah yeah we we think that's we'd like to keep the program really really high engaging with regards to the students and the startups so we want to make sure that every student really gets deep and sort of working directly with the co-founders and that founding team or, or that small business to really get a sense about what that business is about. So we feel it's really strong to sort of be highly selective to get outstanding talent. So we'd like to sort of aim for a number of about 85 or so with approximately, you know, 50 companies or so that would be go ahead and make that sort of balance. So so will any of those companies be a, a Trinity-founded company? Are you aware of anyone we can talk about here on the radio right now? We do. We have um, a couple gentlemen that applied. Their company is called Patch Technologies, yes. right? And they were Stumberg Prize winners. winners is, yes. is that correct? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Luis, did you talk about Stumberg on the air when we had you on before? Uh, no, we, I didn't. No, you did not. Okay, so this is a the summer uh, venture challenge program, an entrepreneurship program run at the Trinity campus. Uh, you can go Google and learn more about that. There's lots of information up on their website. 
Uh, if you see the photo for this episode, if you happen to watch us on YouTube, and by watch us, I mean a still photo, you'll see I've got I've got a cup sitting here of, of quick sip coffee. We'll give them a free plug in the air, but they're another one of the Stumberg Venture Challenge uh, winners there over the year summer program. Yeah, it's actually something that's really exciting for us. Um, so we have our own venture competition like other universities do. Uh, ours is called the Stumberg Prize, which is a staged venture competition where students can win up to $35,000 of our money. Uh, no equity. It's a straight-up grant to go ahead and start their own company. And we're thrilled um, that Patch Technologies, which is a sort of Internet of Things, a smart pill bottle company, is going to be coming in potentially and hiring their own intern. So here we have a an opportunity where college students who are funding their own and starting their own startup are actually then hiring other college students, their own peers, to come on and be working as interns. So and, we're excited about how and, that. And this really proves the value of of the students and startup program because those here's founders at trinity that are effectively bootstrapping their company and they're looking at at where do we spend every dollar and they're deciding to spend some of their dollars on an intern through the students and startups program well that's one of the reasons why the partnership with 8020 just works so well um for the salary 50 percent of the salary is completely underwritten by the by the foundation yeah. and thank alexandra you. thank you that's that's an yeah, amazing yeah. contribution because like as a company you know every dollar you spend is critical and so to understand that you can go ahead and get great talent at $5 an hour is your commitment. And the 8020 Foundation will come on in and meet the rest of their salary, help ensure that the students have housing as well and, and take care of that tuition really is a great part of this program. So thank you, 8020 Foundation and Santa Sandra, because that's a great part of this program. We thank everybody for being involved. So, uh, and I know Trinity students get academic credit for this over the summer, right? One credit? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, what about the the visiting students? Yeah. So they enroll on, in, in this class uh, for the summer as a non-degree seeking student, and then they'll have the opportunity for their home campuses to take that credit and apply that back. Um, it's fantastic. We're AACSB accredited in our business school. Our school is accredited. And so that receiving institution, again, can choose to go ahead and place it in whatever their curriculum fits. Most of the students will take that back in their home campuses as an elective credit. Elective credit. And so if I'm a student, just to get this out in real clear, simple language, I get a paid internship where I get to work at a, a small company doing real stuff with the, the founders and the startup team $4, over the summer. I get paid $4,000. I get housing and I get course credit. Instead of having to pay for the credit hour, I get a credit hour. Correct. And, yes. and all of this is, is the experience I get over. Is it a 10-week program? 10 weeks, 40 hours a week, and a free Geekdom membership, too, for all the students. There you go. So you get to get access to Geekdom, which is free unlimited coffee. I know students like that. And they also get an opportunity to engage in all the incredible activities that are happening here in San Antonio during the summer in the startup ecosystem. So yeah. things like Startup Weekend and, and the, the, the workshops and the events that are taking place here downtown, students also get the opportunity to participate as well and get a real taste of what's it like to be part of the startup scene, the small business scene here in San Antonio. Yeah. So for, for uh, companies now participating in this, I know uh, we've got some of a, a tech critical mass in downtown on this tech corridor up and down Houston street. But, uh, as, as I look at what's going on in San Antonio, there's, uh, companies up by the 1604 and 281. There's a lot of companies by the airport. Um, my understanding this year we're expanding out as well. So it was Trinity and downtown only for the first few years. And now it's more universities and all the San Antonio area. Yes. Yes. We're excited about that because, um, I think it just was frustrating for the team and I to turn away companies and to turn away um, 
yeah, startups and small businesses that needed talent just because they weren't within three miles of the RAND. Um, what we're going to do to make sure that we're still highlighting downtown and showcasing what downtown San Antonio has to offer, um, having all of our events downtown, you know, really encouraging them to attend the events that the community puts on, the events that the city puts on, the Pearl, of course. Um, because at the end of the day, we want to make sure that these students stay here in San Antonio. So what is the best way we can get them to see themselves living here, finding their boo, shall we say, Yes. and uh, staying working with our companies? And for the companies, like we really want companies to, great, to have uh, an ability to recruit and get great talent that could come on in and very quickly be able to move their business forward in a significant way. And we think it's really important with, you know, to have that talent pool across the entire city to be able to draw on that. I think that's something that's going to be a great benefit for all of us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, if you, you held this requirement for this downtown, there's not really any office space left down here right now. So if we want to expand the program, well, I mean, they're building more buildings and opening up more stuff down here, but um, real estate moves slower than startups. Yes, right. for sure. So uh, as, as you, you take this kind of big expansion this year on the program, um, any anything you guys are, uh, we're, we're coming into these deadlines you, you're worried about right now, or you both look pretty calm and relaxed, like knowing that, that we're only a, a, just a, right here headed into deadline weekend? Well, um, there's going to be a huge rush of, of students that will be applying in that last week. Uh, college students are college students, and they have a tendency of waiting to the last minute. Mm -hmm. um, and they just got back, too, And most, yeah. their defense. most students just got back from, from, from winter break, actually, this week. Um, so I know many of them have put off or have been working on their applications during the summer. So, yeah, we're all smiling because we still have yet to review the applications starting January 20th. Um, but uh, one really exciting stuff that we're, we're seeing is just the reach of students from all over the U.S. who have been applying to the program. I mean, yes, we've made an, a concerted effort this year to reach out to St. Mary's and UTSA, and we're excited about having those students be part of the cohort pool. But we're seeing applicants from Columbia and Brown and John Hopkins and from UT and from UT Dallas. And we had a, a woman apply from Hare Institute of Technology in Zimbabwe because she saw a post on Twitter. I love it. Um, so it's exciting. This, there's a lot of people that are seeing us through, I mean, how you ask of how we're engaging them. It's organically too. Um, yeah. Knowing the diversity of your student body at Trinity, it would not be surprising uh, that she's not going to be the only person from Zimbabwe on your campus over the summer. Correct. Correct. But, and it's really exciting. Uh, San Antonio really is a destination for small businesses to come and start their businesses here. It's really a phenomenal destination for startups to start their startups here. But then once you get here, you have to ask yourself, well, where's the talent coming from? And so what's phenomenal about this program is we get the chance to connect those companies that choose San Antonio or that are in San Antonio with amazing talent that is coming specifically to work for you to be part of this program. You're listening to 1200 WAI. This is CyberTalk Radio, and we're talking students and startups. If you uh, just turned your radio on right now, uh, this will uh, go up on our website, www.cybertalkradio.com, on Tuesday, January the 22nd. You may or may not be able to click the Apply button on the studentsstartups.com website. Uh, the application's officially closed the 20th, so you've got to hopefully be listening live here on the air. 
Uh, if you, you do miss that, fill out the contact us page. Um, the interviews, we'll cover the, all the rest of the schedule in some more detail after the bottom of the hour break for news, traffic, and weather. And we'll see uh, if you, you can join the program this year and uh, have a chance to uh, be one of the 80 or 85 or so students working for 40 to 50 different startups um, all across the San Antonio area while they get to live on the, the Trinity campus. And for Luis, for those that haven't experienced the Trinity campus, so did, did I just see it got designated a national historical architectural? So this was, I think, a pretty big deal, it seemed it, like. It is a big deal. Um, we're one of the few universities in the U.S. that's been designated a national historic landmark. Um, it is one of the largest concentrations of the architects O'Neill Ford's um, great architecture. We're celebrating our 150th anniversary this year, and we're very excited about having this year being marked by having being designated this way. It's a phenomenal, beautiful campus. It's a pleasure to go to work every day. Yeah, and, and so it's it's kind of uh, tucked into the hillside here. Uh, San Antonio, well, I think if you're listening outside the San Antonio area, everyone thinks hill country is Austin and, and kind of north of Austin, but San Antonio, we, we've got some elevation changes here. Uh, Trinity's about 300 feet higher than downtown, uh, roughly thereabouts, uh, as you get up to the top of that Hildebrand Hill. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's a very uh, wonderful campus there tucked in. So how many, just for folks as well that haven't been on the campus or seen this, um, how many total students are there during the regular academic year? Sure. So we are predominantly undergraduate serving institution that's highly selective. So um, we focus on undergraduates. So our total enrollment is about 2,300 undergraduate students. And then we have a couple of graduate programs uh, in accounting. We've got one. Uh, we have a whole series of them in education and then a phenomenal uh, master's program in healthcare administration. And those are about, you know, total about 300 students in addition to that. Yeah. And, and for the first three years, all the students are required to live on campus, correct? That's correct. Yeah. We really believe it's, a, it's an important part of their education to know um, and experience that residential experience. And so you're required to live on campus and there's a great sort of learning experience that happens when you live on campus with roommates and people down the hallway and all the social activities that happen as well as what the learning that happens on sort of what we call upper campus or where all the classrooms are. Yeah. And then uh, I've seen even many of the seniors and some of them have interned with, with us uh, are living in now a Trinity-owned building across the street. Uh, so even even their fourth year, they're still really living on campus housing in a way. Well, it, it's a beautiful apartment building, but it's a it's a full-on apartment building. It's, yeah. it's, it's apartment living for our students. Yeah. So uh, for, for this summer, they're going to be staying in the, the main campus uh, housing facilities with a roommate. Do they get their own room? How does that all work? Uh, so we have a residence hall that we've designated specifically just for student plus startups, as well as the other students that will be on our campus who will be engaging in undergraduate research and undergraduate scholarship. Um, so they'll be basically in the entire building. Uh, we anticipate it will be two to a room. Um, and we're really excited about having them all concentrated. You know, there's that mix of sort of learning with other students that are also going through that intern experience with you. Uh, perhaps you might be rooming, rooming with a student who might be doing undergraduate scholarship on some ancient sort of, you know, English text or Roman text, or you might be rooming with a student who might be doing undergraduate research in biology or computer science. And so we really think that sort of excitement of having students interact with each other is a critical component of the program as well. Yeah, and it sounds really, I mean, exciting this year is, is you're going to have, because you've had visiting students doing research from other universities, not students in startup program. You've had other folks coming and do, working with your students over the summer on things historically. With the students and startups here, chance there's going to be a whole bunch of non-Trinity students mixing with the your students uh, over the summer now on campus. Yeah, we're excited about that kind of mix and and the great learning experiences our students will have with the students that come from other institutions and what these other students will be learning about San Antonio from our current students. Yeah, connecting and creating those those networks 
uh, can be a, a very powerful thing. We're sneaking up on our bottom of the hour break, uh, just about a minute out here. So if you're listening on 1200 WA right now, uh, we're going to have a news, traffic, and weather update for you. If you are listening on the podcast, those uh, bottom of the hour break is going to go by in the blink of an eye, and it will just cut back to the uh, program. In the, the second half, uh, we're going to cover some success stories uh, out of the students and startups. Uh, maybe share a little bit more uh, background about the, the 8020 Foundation and uh, maybe uh, how Graham, uh, Mr. Weston there, uh, met his first Trinity students and uh, got going in one entrepreneurial venture. And then uh, I have uh, my uh, favorite funny story. I'm going to spoiler maybe the uh, my favorite interview question as well for the students and startups uh, interns. So during my day job, uh, my company, we've had um, students uh, in from the program uh, every year for us. Uh, and uh, we'll be participating again this year. And I'll, I'll share my favorite interview question on the air, which will, will be and some of the answers I've, I've received, uh, which will add a little bit of humor into the back half of the hour. If you're not going to be able to stick with us, you'll be able to pull this up on your favorite podcasting service on Tuesday, January the 22nd, uh, or you can find it on YouTube or on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com. Welcome back to Cyber Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, a 20-year internet security veteran. I'm joined uh, this week uh, by Alexandra Fry from the 8020 Foundation and Luis Martinez from Trinity University, and we're talking students and startups. If you uh, just turned your radio on right now and finished hearing that news, traffic, and weather update, uh, this is a summer internship program uh, for small businesses all across the San Antonio area uh, and for university students all across America. Uh, this year, uh, the program is expanding uh, outside just Trinity University, including uh, others in the San Antonio area. I know I think there's uh, folks submitting applications from UTSA and St. Mary's and maybe other schools here. As others down I-10, uh, such as Rice, that got mentioned in the first half of the program. Uh, you can listen to this episode in full, and you can actually listen to uh, all of our CyberTalk Radio episodes on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com and on any podcasting service out there. And if you have a favorite podcasting service where you cannot find our program, reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. We will get that fixed, and we will get you a CyberTalk Radio t-shirt. So in the uh, close of that, that first half of the hour, I promised them uh, our listeners out there a, a funny story about this so my company has been uh, one of the, the companies on the company side of students and startups here for uh, the last few years now and my, my favorite interview question uh, for the the students and if you're listening and this will be on the air here before interview date because I think those interviews it looks like as I'm peeking at the schedule is gonna be February and March 
uh, folks will be doing their their interviewing. My favorite question is, have you eaten at Barbaro Pizza? So now, if you, you think about this, so for those outside the San Antonio area, um, the Trinity campus is is nestled off of uh, the side of the freeway, and then the Barbaro Pizza is what about a block and a yeah, half so off the west side of the campus about four blocks away five blocks four blocks that's that's a, those are yeah short blocks yeah, mm, yeah. Short. i mean just past like there's the land of library and yeah. then you walk down to the end of the street and it's it's yeah it's, well you got to go up a little bit and then you go down more. yeah or down 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 <laughs> we satch yeah uh it, not very far off of campus uh and more than so i the, the reactions i get out of this is a, a bunch of them i get this look like what's barbaro um, like they've never heard of it, they've never seen it. Uh, and as we talked a little bit about the the campus beforehand, it's an amazing campus, national historic landmark, lots of stuff going on there um, with the residential housing and their classes and opportunities to do all sorts of programs and things even on the weekend. There's many things going on for the Trinity students to to do and stay engaged to, on campus. And yeah, so they've uh, met. Now, when I, when I ask my follow-up question is, have you heard of Bombay Bicycle Club? I get an almost complete yes. Um, there, there was uh, one freshman student, and this is important as well. So um, if you're listening out there, you do not have to be a rising junior or rising senior to participate in this. And Luis, do you, are there any specific majors? Are you only allowing students from a, a certain major into this program? No, this, this program is actually open for students of every major. Uh, it's one of the things that makes the program distinctive. Um, we are really excited about having students that, yes, come from business or from tech backgrounds who think they're going to fit into startups really, really well to apply into the program. But we're open to students from majors in the humanities, in the liberal arts, um, social sciences, the sciences, the arts. What we've learned is that um, students, because startups are what they are, because small businesses are what they are, and you've got to wear so many different hats, and you've got to rely on so many different skills, and you've got to rely on so many kind of different bits of knowledge and, and, and information, it's really that kind of like broad general information and background that you, they can then take and apply. So if you're coming in as a history major, you're going to be doing a lot of writing, and you're going to be learning about how it is you can take those skills and apply those skills as a communications major or as a religion major or even an art major and how that might be applied in the startup space. And, and for those listening as well, startup does not just mean tech company, correct? Right. It's all local San Antonio companies. Um, startup is um, we want to embrace entrepreneurs. We want to embrace um, companies that give back to San Antonio. It does not need to be a tech yeah. company. Yeah. So if you founded a business here and you're trying to figure out how to grow and do the, the next thing and you believe that having a college student come in and work for you over the summer might unlock an idea, uh, then this program is for you. Um, if you're one of our large employers here in town, like USAA or HEB, you have your own college internship program, and they're wonderful, and I encourage students to go um, try that one summer, try a startup life one summer, because I think is during your college years, you really need to figure out what type of business do you want to go work in? And internships are a perfect way to experience that. And the students and startups programs give you a chance to experience what is it like to work in a small business. So with uh, this broad background on industry type and majors, uh, well, I mean, one example I'll share, we had an English major in that interned uh, for us over summer. And when she got here, she was like, I don't know what I can do at a tech company because we run a tech company. And she found out pretty quickly uh, that we need all sorts of documentation. And as an English major, she's like, I've just gone through all this coursework about how to actually lay out and write a manual 
in some of the classes she had during her her freshman year and she was able to over the course of 10 weeks put together a user guide for one of our product offerings and wrote the whole thing start to finish i got to work on a 10 week long project and i think this is one of the other interesting things uh, for uh, many of the the students in this, this will be their first chance to work. They may have had a job, but they probably haven't had a professional job. And likely even in that professional job, they haven't been assigned a big project where you're going to work on this 40 hours a week for 10 weeks. So you're going to put 400 hours into a single project. And normally, I mean, that's the kind of thing you would do at a master's. You're going to put that much into your thesis at a master's level. But there's not even going to be a single undergraduate project where you're going to get coursework assigned to put 400 hours into something. And here's a chance over the summer to experience that and really see what is it like? How good are you at measuring your productivity? How good are you at measuring and managing timelines on on a project of that scope? And if you can think about it from the startup's perspective, you know, if you're a startup or a small business, you know, there's 14 things on your list of things to do, and you are busy executing and making sure that your top five are happening. And what's great is that sometimes, you know, any progress that's made on that project that's number eight, any progress that's made on that project that's number 10, goes you from a zero to some sort of level of, of something yeah. above zero. And so it's fantastic. You find a great student who you think is going to be a great match. And what's great about Student Plus Startups is that you get to choose your own intern. And then, like, you get to say, great, we've got this great project, you know, it, any progress that you make on this will really sort of move our business forward or really give us an opportunity to think about an emerging market that we haven't really thought about yet. And for the student, they get to basically start from zero. They get to make real progress. They get to see that sort of significance of what, what they're doing. And then for the company, you, you get a hit. You get some real work on an objective that you currently don't have anyone on or that you need someone else on to really move that project forward to move in a significant way. For the companies, because this is a paid internship, they can do real work. This is not a unpaid internship where, in theory, you should not have people working on things that you're going to use and deliver to customers or become part of your real product. They, um, as a paid internship, they get to do real work, and you get to hold them accountable and expect them to do that. Now, Alexander, we were talking during the bottom of the hour break about some of the stats on this program. Can you share those for the listeners? Because I was uh, kind of shocked as to... Uh, and amazed it. I, I knew the program was good. We've participated in it for multiple years, but I did not realize it was this good. Yeah. So talking about the real work that they're actually doing for our companies, um, so much so that they, um, last summer we had a 56% of them were offered jobs um, at the end of the summer internship. So that's really huge because that's um, the main part of our mission is to retain this talent post-graduation where are these students choosing to go? And we want them to stay here in San Antonio. Um, so that's very exciting. We also have quite an impressive NPS score on our company's side. Um, it's a 96. So um, we really want to um, make sure that we keep that high, showing them the value of the program, making sure that our students are still coming with those strong skills and executing these projects that um, – they can be a part of start to finish um, bringing that project to life. And for, for those wondering what NPS is, Net Promoter Score, you can look that up on the internet, but it, it, a 96 is amazing. Um, like it may, I've never heard of a score that high. Yeah, I know. I mean, if, if my, my customer team and we do, a, I think, a pretty great job, if we ever got to the point where we were at a 96, I would be calling the folks up answering just to double check and make sure these were real answers. And I know you've talked to all the companies in the program. Right. I've talked with many of the CEOs and founders uh, myself about 
that, and I could attest to that uh, quality there. And for the student experience on this, even though this is an internship, then I just recommended maybe you do a, sm a small company one summer and a large company another summer during college, or maybe you do a research or you go into the Stumberg program or all sorts of options available um, for you to, to do as a, a summer uh, program now for, for students. You've had some repeat students even in the program that have liked the students and startups experience so much they've done it more than one summer? Yeah, so each year we have about you know 8 to 12 students or so that um, had come in in a previous year and went, went back and repeated it and came back for student plus startups, many with the intention of working for another company in the ecosystem, um, and that's sort of been a great success. And the other really exciting thing about it, so there's, we, we, we look at the student experience in sort of like three lenses. Um, one is obviously for those students that realize, my goodness, like, oh, love startup life want to work for startups and either choose to launch their own startup because they got excited by that experience or I'll, and we've had some students that are actually moving in that direction and then other students who say like that's the kind of environment where I want to start my career but then the third thing which is actually uh, we feel a real success for us as well is for those students that weren't aware of the kind of opportunities that are in small businesses and startups who then say wow I really had this great experience but I now know that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something much more corporate, much more enterprise. And what's been really remarkable about this program is it's a win for those students as well. They can go back and communicate to those large employers, look, I know what's it like to work with small businesses. I know what's it like to have sort of frontline responsibility, how important sales are, you know, how marketing sort of drove this business forward. Here's what, what I did with this company. And that's the reason I want to be part of this larger team. So for our students, it's really a phenomenal experience to sort of get an opportunity not only to help students make real progress, but also get a, a real sense about the direction they want to go in post-program. I think, too, another thing is a sense of San Antonio as a whole, right? A lot of these students, we ask them how they view San Antonio before the program. And so much of our program, yes, is the company side and the student side, but it's the engagement of actual using San Antonio, being a part of San Antonio. So highlighting um, local events that are happening, highlighting small businesses small, locally. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, partnering with local restaurants here, but mainly just really wanting to, again, go back to the end goal of retaining the talent. So what can we do for them on a city level that yeah. would keep them here? Yeah, it's to get out and get to see uh, all the different things that San Antonio has to offer. I'm, I'm actually really excited this summer to hear the expansion of the program to the whole metro area. So you'll get students coming back sharing different experiences from different areas in town with each other as their roommate or their neighbor across the hall may be interning in, in another industry on the other side of town and they're going to share their experiences of that area of town and, and um, we're even going to have students from out of side of san antonio coming here they're going to get to see san antonio and share their experience of their college town with this and compare and contrast so i'm really excited to see uh, with the expansion of this program this summer, the feedback and, and the learnings that we get uh, to continue on growing and expanding from there. And then for those local students from San Antonio who like, oh, their number one desire after they graduate from college is to leave San Antonio, um, to have them connect with like all the cool businesses and really amazing businessmen and businesswomen here that are making great strides in making San Antonio a city on the rise. Yeah, it, it's a it's a fun one. I mean, and it's a big challenge. I think as we look in San Antonio, we have uh, more students here um, in working on a, a bachelor's degree than there are in Austin. 
Uh, so there's more undergraduate students across all of the universities here in San Antonio than, than there are up in Austin. Um, and then many of those those kids graduate, and then we export them out of San Antonio to uh, Dallas, Houston, and, and Austin uh, in lots of cases or even further outside of Texas. But um, as one of the four major metros here, we have a lot of in-state competition uh, for the students, for sure. Absolutely, and I think that's why it's so important to have our team be aware of that and what can we do for these students besides just giving them a great opportunity at a great company and their tuition and their housing but then making sure that they embrace san antonio every way yeah so uh, luis i know we, we um and alexander you may know as well so we've had um jim Pershbach from port san antonio on the program a couple of times do we have any startups from out that direction that are going to be in the program this year yes we do and we're actually looking for a lot more, and, and we're eager to get companies from all sorts of different areas in town. The Medical Center, the Port, Brooks, City Base, up uh, north of 1604. We're very excited about having a wide diversity of students yeah, and I, companies. And then, then this year with the interviewing has been, the first few years the interviewing has been on Trinity's campus, but this year you're moving it off campus as we've got students coming in from all over the place this changes some of the logistics because before i mean all the the students were living on campus and there they were and we could get them there but how's this working now for the the interview process this year for speed dating night i'm going to call it yeah so it's downtown this year it's going to be hosted february 12th at city education partners um location which is at the pearl um we feel just and it's again highlighting downtown another area of it it also kind of um, puts us on a neutral turf because we'll have outside students from all over. Yeah. So and for the students, those, students coming from outside, uh, are we going to have them like little max headroom style video monitors or how are we getting the, the non San Antonio students? In? Yeah. So at, um, during speed date interview night, we yes. will have uh, Skype rooms for those students. So oh. any students that cannot make it to San Antonio for that night, they will be Skyped in. So the companies will rotate there. You're listening to 1200 WAI. This is Cyber Talk Radio, and we're talking about students and startup. It's a 10-week summer program uh, hosted by Trinity University. The students spend their summer there on campus. It's now open to uh, university students nationwide. You can learn more at studentsstartups.com. Uh, you can also uh, learn about it uh, on our podcast history. I've had uh, Dr. Martinez on the program. Uh, last year, we went through uh, some of the background and, and the history of it. I'm really thrilled to be joined today as well by Alexander Fry from the 8020 Foundation, who is a major sponsor and supporter of the program. Uh, and we uh, thank them. And I'd like to thank them personally as a taking care of uh, half the wages for a number of our interns uh, over many of the past summers and hopefully uh, many more summers here into the future. Uh, so I, I, we shared a funny story. We've, we've talked some great stats here in this uh, half of the program. Uh, I know, uh, Luis, you said there are some other success stories really about this, though, that you had as we were kind of chatting through the, the break. Yeah, so there's a, a national uh, program called Venture for America. It's sort of like Teach for America, but it's really about connecting sort of great um, recent college graduates into sort of startup ecosystems in places that aren't San Francisco and New York City. And uh, we've really been thrilled to have um, students that came through Student Plus Startups have an incredible experience in that, see Venture for America as, as, as a path forward for them after they graduated. And this year we had two Student Plus Startups um, um, graduates go off and become Venture for America fellows. And we're super excited about having them be part of that experience. Um, we have also this year a student who just is about to graduate this May uh, who is 
part of that Venture for America selection process as well, and she was just announced as a Venture for America fellow in December. So that's a, a great path forward. Um, we've had some students actually, um, um, Alexander was talking about how um, we had students who went and got um, job offers after they graduated or after they participated in the program. Uh, we've had a number of students who are now uh, active employees and local startups that had an opportunity to sort of meet those founders, get that work done, show to their potential employers the work that they've done and get hired on. And they've been doing some great work. Yeah, I love to see them active in the community and the community events. So um, Startup Weekend usually happens during the summer and each year, the past two years, um, our interns have placed um, at Startup Weekend. So that's always exciting to I, see them. I mean, I've, I've heard that there was a Students and Startups intern on the first, second, and third place team at last summer Startup Weekend. Right. It's exciting. I yeah. love it. Um, so just to see them uh, come out and utilize the programming that Geekdom offers and um, take advantage and then excel at it is awesome. Yeah. And then for the companies, it, it's really funny. Um, there was a, a company that had a project they were working on. This was in the first year. You know, they'd been banging their head against the brick wall for like three or four months. It just couldn't get it solved, couldn't get it solved. And they said, well, you know, let's put the intern on it. And uh, they brought their intern in. And in that first kind of two weeks, he solved it. And they were like, what? We've been working on this for like three months. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's this thing I learned in school. And, and I made it forward. And what was really significant about this particular intern in this company is that through Student Plus Startups, this company managed to move their company forward by six to nine months. And so 10 weeks, they got the chance to move their business forward uh, in an accelerated path by just bringing on this outstanding talent. That, for us, is a great sort of success story, helping businesses move their business forward. So we're going to do speed interview night there in the middle of February. And then out of the speed interviews, we'll do some final interviews over the course of the, the next month through March. Uh, and then kind of finalize that match before the, the end of the spring semester wraps up for the students. Yeah, so for companies, um, you're in total control of the intern you get to hire. So what Student Plus Startups does is you accept uh, a, a great pool of outstanding candidates based upon what companies tell us the kind of projects or the kind of role it is that they're looking for. We pre-select that sort of talent pool. Speed interview night is exactly that. You get a list of like five, seven intern candidates who have expressed an interest in working with you or that you've expressed an interest in working for them. You go through that process. And then you have the opportunity sort of through uh, February and March to choose your intern if you have secondary interviews or if you've got some sort of assignment that you'd like them to work through. Um, and then they're off to the races. Um, once sort of April 1 hits, um, the mutual match has to be told. Uh, you need to let us know who your interns are and interns need to let us know um, which companies they're going to be working for. You then as a company have that period between sort of April and the beginning of the program in May to sort of onboard that student. Um, if there's aspects with regards to your company culture, if there's aspects with regards to your company team that you want to begin to introduce them to, if there's things they need to read, things they need to get sort of on board, uh, that's, that's the time where that happens. And then on uh, May 23rd, they start at your company full-time, 40 hours a week. Yeah, and on May 22nd, this year we're adding something a little different. We're going to be doing a community project, like um, hopefully something on San Pedro Creek. If not, um, see where else we all can get together, companies and students, and then kind of do like a little soft, soft welcome, but also give back to the downtown we love. Yeah, I love that idea. And then, I mean, getting out there and uh, getting all of the the companies together uh while we're coming up with uh, other stuff at the end of the summer would love to get us all together at the end and talk about the the project success stories uh 
get everybody back together at the end of the summer too. So maybe I'll add another assignment as a, as a company in the program. I would love if we got all of us together to celebrate this uh, before we sent the the students back to class. Yeah. So that's what we um, well we do something on. I mean, Louise can talk more on it, but on the the students are required to do a poster to present what they have done over the summer. Um, we've always done a soft invite, but we're still working to see what that looks like. So it's more centered towards hey companies present with your student to each other to show what they did i think it also holds companies accountable like you better make sure they're up to some cool stuff yeah because they're going to present to your peers don't just have your intern show up and make coffee all summer well you don't get to be that kind of company to be good with startups Um, if you have as your project uh, they're going to go ahead and file and get coffee uh, that is not an appropriate project for a student plus startups partner. No, as as uh, Luis was saying, give them the problem you're stuck on that you've given up on and they may crack the code and uh, help you transform your business to the next level. If folks want to learn more about the 8020 Foundation, do y'all have a website? We do. It's the 8020foundation.com, 8020foundation.com. And you can email me at alexandra at 8020foundation.com. And for students and startups, on your website, do you guys have past success stories or any fun videos or anything up there? Folks want it. Like if, if a company was like, well, what is this really like? Are they just hyping this? Is there other people actually with real testimonials up on that website? Yeah, we've got testimonials of both students who had great experiences, uh, companies that were interviewed and the experience that they've had. Uh, we've got some profiles of some students that are on the website and what they've done since that. Um, so we're really excited about this program. It's 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 been a great experience for both the companies and the students. We also have... Um on Instagram and Facebook where we post um, a couple of videos that we had made. Um, so that's exciting, but also good company partners. That's great year. stuff. Well, thank you both for joining us uh, this week. And if you uh, just turned your radio on right now and wondered what the heck is this, this is cyber talk radio. And we're talking about students and startups uh, ties into s- the cybersecurity community here in a way, because uh, some of the companies in this program, uh, myself and uh, my company included, are cybersecurity firms. And uh, so kids get a chance to experience that, but they also get a chance to uh, experience everything going on in our startup ecosystem here. And you can learn more uh, about this on those websites we just covered, or you can listen to the rebroadcast of this at www.cybertalkradio.com on Tuesday, January the 22nd.